1: It's the Funny Mummies with Jenny Winter. Hello, hello, hello. I don't know why I'm trying to introduce this podcast in generic European accent. I think I'm just trying to make it sound a bit more interesting than it is. Welcome to the second episode of the Funny Mummies podcast. I was so stoked to get Emma Zamet on. I'd never met her before. She'd never met me before, but I don't think you would even guess that because this episode we went surprisingly deep we were like deep sea divers like going down the abyss James Cameron style finding alien life upon the seafloor getting the bends it was nuts anyway we talk about some really heavy mental health stuff which I think is freaking awesome because it's meant to be a funny podcast occasionally it is but um yeah there you go it went where it went and it went deep and I really really hope that you enjoy this episode and get something from it as I did uh Enjoy. Without further ado, thank you so much for joining us, Emma Zammett. So welcome to the podcast, Emma Zammett. Thank you. So happy to meet you. Yeah, I'm
0: happy to meet you too. That's
1: awesome. So for those of you out there who haven't Met Emma before or heard of her. Tell us a little bit about Where have you
0: been? Where have you been? Where uh, have you been? I am Emma Zamet and I'm 37. I've been doing comedy for about 11 years. Um, and I've been Sydney and Perth based for comedy.
1: Yeah, and how did yeah. you get started? What inspired comedy? Well, my view? sister
0: bought me a stand-up comedy course for two days.
1: What a legendary sister! What
0: a legend she is. She's <laughs> responsible for it all. Because um, my my family is all very funny. Um, all of us have got our own sense of wicked sense of humor, but I'm, I'm just lucky to get paid for mine now. But um, she just bought me a course. Kind of encouraged me. It was just two days, and it talked about how to write like, jokes the fine promises you know all that kind of stuff and then you graduate and you do it in front of your friends and family which is still my favorite gig
1: it's such a nice way to start yeah eh? it like, was a
0: really fun gig that yeah. was definitely one of my favorites and then I just started gigging and that's it I've just been doing it ever since That's
1: awesome. Yeah. And where do you think? So you said your whole family is quite funny. Like, can you see? Have you psychoanalyzed this? Like, why (laughs) you've got a funny family?
0: Um, no, I haven't psychoanalyzed it. My sister is a psychotherapist. I think she actually wrote Ah, about it in her thesis that she did. Did she? I think she has talked about all the depths of all of our personalities and our relationships and all that kind of stuff. But, um, my dad was a very, um, his kind of humor was, oh, you know, you don't need a long neck to be a goose kind of humor. <laughs> like, you know, why does a man walk into a bar? Whereas my mum's very dry. Yeah. Like, I think most of us got it from her, but, um, I don't know. It's really interesting because it's not like it cousins and all that. I think we're just always, all four of us just kind of feed off each other.
1: Yeah. I'm always so interested in like where that comes from in a family because I yeah. know in my family, I think it was born of actually a lot of trauma and right. that was our way of getting through really? and, and coping with that. So, what do, what yeah. do you mean? What happened? Oh, just, well, my, oh, my my mum died when I was very young and oh, so we sorry. had like uh, just a lot of sadness in the home and I think like trying to cheer each other up and yeah, yeah, I think certainly for me, that's where it's come from it's heartbreaking
0: relationships yeah, and stuff. yeah
1: yeah I mean yes it is really heartbreaking, yeah but I think yeah it's that's been the nice thing that's come out of it I guess and I know so yeah. many comedians that's kind of there it's yeah that's like a well 100% <laughs> word,
0: that's how humor that's we fall back on humor to get through those kind of times yeah that's um, right. definitely and but, since yeah.
1: becoming so and then you so you're already a comedian when you became a mum.
0: Yeah, so I was doing it for well, how old's my son? He's just five, so you know, a bit what's that math? Probably eight years before him. Yeah, nine eleven, seven, six years. <laughs> I'm so bad with this. Um, but yes, yeah, so I was doing it for a while, and then it definitely had, like, unfortunately, f- like has had to. I've had to pull back quite a bit because, yes. as you know, it's hard to. Yeah. Can't be gigging four times a week. You can't, you know. So I was very lucky in the sense that I had established myself at least within Perth and Sydney that I people knew who I was. And uh, does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, totally. You know, I a wasn't an open micer starting. I'd already established. I wasn't MC for most rooms, you know. But, um, but it was yeah hard. Like, hard, and even now, like, I haven't done a festival since they've been born, you yeah. know, like, I haven't gone to Melbourne, and it's just, yeah, it definitely pulls you back.
1: How do you feel about that? Like, the fact that, um, you know, it does, yeah, you can't just go for it the same way that, yeah, like, a sort of, I mean, child free maybe
0: some be. other mum comedians would be like, why can't you? Um, And I think it's up to each individual person. Yeah. But um, you know, and all of our situations are different when it comes to, and our kids are all different, so it really depends. Um, but how do I feel about it? I feel I've never been asked that before. Cheated? Does that not cheated? Yeah, no, that's I, a little bit of a word because I know that I'm good, and yeah. like I, like it is definitely something I love. So it's hard to see all my friends kind of go past me and, you know, get nominated for these awards and be doing these festivals. And, um, like it was hard when I had my kids because I felt like it really put a barrier up again, up, up in front of me with all these people that I'd known for years. Cause mm. it's just, um, yeah, it's hard. Yep. It's, it's a very, Specific industry for specific things,
1: Yeah,
0: I think, yeah.
1: It is hard. And and then I think laid on top of that, like, is, you know, you feel like, well, but you're supposed to value, you know, but Mm. uh, family's the most important thing yeah, and all of that stuff. And that's such a hard thing then to feel like. Yeah, almost guilty about feeling like that's a bad thing. Oh, I mean, and you, totally. Yeah.
0: And we talked about this earlier, weren't we? I was like, I'm, I'm I'm only up in Brisbane for three days. I feel so guilty that yeah. I'm here. And I shouldn't be because this is what I'm – I've come up here to do my show about my parents. I've come up to gig and I'm working full-time as well. But yeah. And it is only three days, but, like, I just feel so guilty. Like, am I allowed to have this time to myself? Yeah, Like yeah, I I can't be a traveling comedian as a mum with these kids so early. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's but each person's different. It might it might work for some mum comedians, and it might work for them to do the festival. But for me, the last five years, it hasn't. Yeah. And my show goes into a bit of a reason why and stuff as well. Yeah, for that. Well, tell me.
1: Yeah. yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, I'm so, so interested in your show.
0: Um, so that's called Slop. It's called Slop, which is
1: a great name. Yeah, because it's an acronym. Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: it's um secret life of parents. Love it. Um, and it's I've been one of those comedians that um. I'm very observational and you know um but I've never talked about I've, the only two times I've ever talked about something really really personal for me is when my dad died um 4 years ago um I wrote a show really quite soon after he died um mm. called um Good Grief and it was the 5 stages of grief wow um so that was the most ex- like exposed I felt um yet I kept it for the festival show and I never did any of the material in clubs. Mm. Um, And then my new show, which I'm doing tonight, is um, about me being diagnosed with postnatal anxiety. Wow. So, like, even me saying that out loud, probably if any, like some of people I know who listen to this might not even know it still. I don't actually talk about it much beyond a very small group of people and yep. so but now I talk about it on stage it's like
1: that's so interesting yeah hey? like that the stage can feel like a safer space sometimes yeah but yeah yeah
0: but it's if you haven't seen my show you still don't know wow that yeah. is so
1: interesting yeah so postnatal anxiety because I know you know we hear about postnatal depression obviously yeah. all the time yeah so I actually don't feel like I know much right about, about postnatal yeah. anxiety well neither yeah. did
0: I yeah um and I never had anxiety that m- much before beforehand um so my kids were 14 months apart which was not planned oh that's close yeah yeah (laughs) yeah, very close and i talk about my husband blame me for talking dirty during sex for the second one that's like yeah yeah that's how we got the second one so that's a good story for my daughter to know um but i we were well we were dirt fucking poor like Mm -hmm. so poor because um I hadn't even gone back to work yet. Yeah, I didn't have a job wow. to go back to. So then all of a sudden I was pregnant again. Our wedding was booked. I had my wedding dress hanging up in the cupboard. I had to cancel my wedding. We had to like barely get through like wow. money-wise. Um, And my daughter had reflux. Um My son was only 11 months old when she was born, um, 14 months old. And um I just – I That's just, a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress. And I just like developed really bad social anxiety. Um so my friends would invite me over and I just physically couldn't get myself out of the house to be there. It was just too much for me. Like I just started thinking about a hundred things, like what how am I gonna get the baby to sleep and what do I need to pack and blah 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 blah. And then it just came to a head one weekend and um and I talk about it in my show that um how do you google search a feeling cuz i so i you know i was like have have rage hate children um you know like frantically typing into the keyboard like wow. um my like, baby baby mobile weapon question mark like <laughs> you get like i do know and and then in my in my um in my, in my first google search that came up was panda and i was like oh come on like i know i'm a bit cuddly and a bit you know always got chewing on something i've got dark wog circles under my eyes but and then it worked out it was an acronym and it stands for um perinatal anxiety natal depression australia wow and i called them and i was like i can't fucking cope i'm about to i'd locked myself in the garage
1: yeah. and my
0: two kids were upstairs i just couldn't fucking cope so it's like manif so it's postnatal but it manifests itself as anxiety rather than depression yeah yeah so, yeah, so it was – so that's another reason why I haven't really done a festival show or
1: – Yeah, well, that's a lot yeah, to deal with. Yeah. 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 And did you – so obviously now you've, like, you're spinning that into comedy. Yeah. On stage. Yes. Like, how long did it – um Take or were you sort of mentally the comedian side of you, kind of trying to be outside that and take notes? Or no like, well, way! Yeah, too oh, much. God, of the time. no, I
0: couldn't at all. No, wow. no, I just wasn't. I felt like if I even said it out loud, I'd be judged. Or um, mm-hmm. um, no, and like I said, like probably the people I work with because I work full time as well. Mm. Um, the, most of them wouldn't even know. Um, wow. Did you but, tell anybody? Um, in the beginning, I think I emailed a few of my best mates just saying, look, this is what's happening with me and this Mm -hmm. is why I've been behaving this way. Um, and then I went to a psychologist and I got on anxiety meds and stuff like that. Um, cause I refused to do it in the beginning and then, um, I just was like, I need help. Yeah. I didn't know how to, I didn't know the right mechanisms to get me through day to day basically so so yeah so but it's turned into a show now yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. but a show that's on my own terms which I like so I just book when I but a lot of mums like I can see them in the audience when I talk about it um I can see almost their shoulders drop Mm. like it's like a bit of a relief that someone's having a hard time too. Like, I know we you all oh, are.
1: Absolutely.
0: I know where you all are. It's not but to let it
1: all hang out like that. Yeah. Like, and like you say, like, at the beginning too, it's like it's so awful you don't even want to tell anyone because you yeah. feel like there's this level of judgment about you as a parent. Yeah, you're like, why can't you, you do human. this? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. so um, have people come up to you? Like, have you had feedback, like, directly after um, shows and
0: things? No, not – that much like people look at me a bit differently when I've said it or, I, or you know like just women walk up to each other and they just talk to you with their eyes
1: yes like a knowing
0: yeah I get yeah. a lot of that yeah like I get a lot of like someone just squeezing my hand when they're walking out and they'll just look at me and yeah you don't have to say anything
1: Oh, that's really beautiful. Yeah,
0: which is nice. How do
1: how do you feel like having done like how's that changed how you um, view what you've gone through and everything?
0: Um Yeah I feel relieved that I'm not alone and I feel almost I I know you can't control it when it's happening, but I feel like fuck I wasted so much time worrying about stupid Fucking shit. Sorry, am I allowed to swear?
1: Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, you know, like, I just worry about stupid shit. Mm. And, like, thank God for my husband. Like, he's, like, a saint. Like, he's the one who pulled me out of all of this. And oh. he's just, like, he's so great. Like, he – but um I still feel like I need work. There's work to do. Yeah. But, um yeah, it's funny because there's no one here but us. I'm okay to talk about it.
1: Yeah, right. But
0: like, there's still – I still don't feel incredibly comfortable going. Hey, I, I've got personality anxiety. Yeah. Am I allowed to still say that if my daughter's four?
1: Well, why not? Like, I mean, that's I guess we get caught well. up on labels and stuff like yeah. that too, and yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Like we have come a long way in terms yeah. of talking about mental illness and the yes. stigma, but there's still so far to go. And yes, like yeah. So I have bipolar too. Right. Okay. And. Even then, I haven't told many people right, like I've told yeah. my closest friends but it's come on on stage I've never written anything about it but someone in the audience I can't even remember what the scenario was someone in the audience revealed something quite personal about themselves yeah and so I revealed that to kind of you know yeah, to kind like, balance
0: it eh? yeah and
1: go well thank you yeah. for that here you go and I made a joke about it yeah um and that was the first time I've ever spoken about it on stage and Isn't I haven't it? gone further yeah. but even then I was like Fuck, I haven't told anyone this and you're telling us st- so audience funny how strange. Comedians,
0: like we feel like there's this like bubble, right, on stage. It was how I feel. Mm. Like there's this like Avengers shield, imaginary shield around me, (laughs) and then I step (laughs) off stage and I, and it just drops around me. Yeah, and but like I'm so invincible on stage, and that, that kind of stuff can come out of my mouth. Yeah. But then as soon as I, literally as soon as my feet touch the ground after I walk off stage, I. Revert back to old insecurities,
1: and it's so funny, isn't it? And then because on stage you act, the irony is you're actually being more vulnerable on stage yeah. in what you're revealing. Yeah, but you feel more vulnerable off. Yes, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's true. It's a weird but it's thing. funny because I'm not a different persona on stage. If you actually see me, mm. like how I'm talking to you now, is how I talk on stage, right? Yeah. But it's my own just internal stuff. Yeah, like um. Like I'll never come up to you after I've done my show and go, oh, how about that postnatal anxiety, hey? Like, <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like, how about that? How about that fucking pill I'm taking? Um, but it's like it's yeah, it's uh, it's therapeutic
1: yeah it is it totally and i'm all about that i think mm. the catharsis of actually like speaking taking all that dark stuff and bringing it out into the light and all that. Yeah. I think is so good for us yes um how long did it take you like when did you start to put this show together and start to see it through a, um, bit more of a comic kind of lens
0: it's never my own idea it's either my husband's or <laughs> um he's so good like he's just like you should write a show about this now. And, or, like, he's the one, you know, you should go up to Brisbane with that show. Like, oh, he's that's like, brilliant. he's really, so it was probably him actually who said it. But then my brother, my brother Adam, um, and my brother Daniel are all like, my brother Daniel is just like, a loves comedy and he, you know, watches every comedian on, you know, Netflix and he knows all about the details and he's, you know, he's got Bill Hicks, massive fan. Yeah. And he was like saying to me one day, um, He's like, you're great, you're really like, likeable, but you you need to – the only the, – the best you are is when you're honest. Wow. And um, my brother Adam was like, why have you not touched in all this parenting about your personal anxiety? Because I wrote the whole show without even scraping the surface of it.
1: Wow. And
0: he's like, go back and start again. So, like, I was like, really? And then, like, I started to do it and – you know, like, there's no easy segue to go, hey, I've got personal anxiety, you know? So, yeah. but he helped me write it a little bit. And, um,
1: how did you yeah. find the funny in that?
0: Well, um, noise is a big trigger for my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I talk about how ironic that is considering my family's Maltese and like we, <laughs> we are the loudest fucking humans on earth. Um, and I really, uh, I bring so much physical comedy into this show, which I've never done before. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah,
0: so I talk – I go into this really exaggerated bit about how, you know, as your mum, you're trying to get one of the kids out of the room and how you're mouthing kids to get out. So it's like – you can't really <laughs> do this over a podcast, but it's like my whole, like, physical of trying to push a kid out while also frantically trying to pat another kid to sleep. and Yes. Um, And talk about – um uh, like, oh, what else did I talk about? Just how heightened everything was for me and noise and all that kind of stuff. And once I started writing, I was like, it just all started coming out of me. I was like, oh my god, I never knew it was actually about that. And
1: yeah, and
0: I'm loud. Yeah, it's so ironic. <laughs> I'm loud and an extrovert, and noise is my trigger. You're I mean, triggering I'm yourself.
1: I'm like, shut up! Shut up, Emma. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So yeah. So it's interesting, but I'm really looking forward to tonight and doing it. And
1: that's so great. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And yeah. I think too, like by doing that stuff, I mean obviously we have an amplifier because we have a stage to do it. Yeah. On and and mm. sort of reach people, in a bigger way as in more people at once but i think in general that inspires people then to let their own shit hang out yeah even if it's with their just their friend or yeah, whatever totally. that is exactly and if we just start to so. let it all hang out i think so i think it really does i really yeah. hope
0: so like um it shouldn't be something to be ashamed of yeah like and oh look, how contradictive is that of me saying that i just said you shouldn't be ashamed of it yet i'm saying that i'm not broadcasting it around to everyone, but if anyone it, talks to me about it, I'll talk about it. Yeah.
1: I just no, don't I wear a sign mean. on well, my head. And, and I think two things can be true at once as well. Like yeah. Like it's complicated, we're complicated complicated bloody things, aren't we, humans?
0: We sure are. Yeah. So, like, you just admitting then saying mm. that you've got bipolar, yeah. does that mean that if anyone's listening to this that knows you will be finding out for the first time? Yeah,
1: a lot of them, yeah,
0: most. Should we, most. Should we edit out this whole Let's podcast? Let's cut it all
1: out. <laughs> actually, you know what? We're never releasing it. <laughs> I just decided.
0: <laughs> but how do you feel about that? Like, how do you oh, feel God. just? God,
1: terrified. Like, but it's so weird because, like, you know, in principle, I totally think we should be honest and open about yeah. these things, and yeah, that's we how should. we remove the stigma. And that's mm. how, like, I would never judge anybody no. for saying that. No, like, we judge ourselves, yeah. you know. And I want to have the appearance that I've got my shit together. Mm. Um, but you know what? Even going back to that gig where I did say it on stage, there was something that felt like almost physically freeing about yeah, really. doing it. Like, it yeah, felt um, like, wow. And nobody mentioned it. Like, once I was off, cause I don't yeah, know if they just but, thought
0: I was joking either, but. Oh, yeah. Cause um, like you, if is just joking around having bipolar, <laughs> then.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> then that's, that's a bit cool. Um, yeah, I think. Well, but like you said, is it just our own fears of what the reaction is? Because.
1: But then, what are we worried? Like, what are you worried that people fair, are actually going to say? Actually, like,
0: people give a shit. As I know well.
1: people are too trapped in, in their
0: own stuff. That's and fair right. enough. We've all got our shit going on, haven't we?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, everyone's busy dealing with their own stuff. Yeah. But, yeah why is that? Like, I don't know. Like, Because yeah. you've said that, I don't know why do. And I if care? anyone is
0: going to judge you on it, do you really want to be associated and friends with people like that?
1: Yeah, exactly. And the like, people who love you. Yeah. Don't care. Well, they care in that they want, they care about you. Yeah. They don't care about, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That sort of stuff. Can I ask you then, what, like, if you could go back and, or, or if there's mm. someone out there listening now who mm. suspects that they're feeling, well, if, yeah. you know, relating to the stuff that you've described, yeah. Yeah. what would you want to say to them now that you
0: Yeah. Get could help have used immediately. The yeah. Because the quicker you get help, the more you can just move on. I sat on it for so long and I just, You know, wish I didn't because once I – and I was so against medication. I was so against talking to someone about it. And, you know, I don't – I could have had more quality time with my kids Mm. than rather than being in this bubble where it's okay to take this medication to help make me feel better every day. Yeah, It just flatlined all my emotions better. Nothing was heightened like it used to be. Um, and it's you know helped my relationship with my husband and well, everyone around me, you know, like it's funny. So, yeah, I think if you're feeling it, just talk to someone. And I know it's I know that's so easy to say, but you know, even that guy on the phone at the other end of like when I called Panda, Panda yeah, honest to God, I wish I could just find out who that person was. Because I'm stuck in a, I'm locked in a garage and my, you know, six-month-old is upstairs and my, you know, son's up there. And I was just like, I need help. And he's like, look, it's okay. Like, he was just so great. And it was just so nice to talk to someone. Like, and sometimes it's the people you don't know is better, right?
1: Yeah. Well, you're not worried then about. Yeah. Well, yeah. we've just
0: met each other. We just told each other to be.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just amazing. <laughs> and
0: I've got this rash on my bum, and I was wondering if I'm joking.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't. It's not on my bum. No, that's <laughs> <all right>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's interesting, isn't it? Like, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's judgment. And, well, and actually, I think that the judgment thing, especially with medication, I think mm. some people can be quite judgmental about that. And, oh, definitely. And still. And I mm. remember when I first um, started meds and I told a friend of mine, a close friend, mm. who is just a beautiful person. She's so lovely. Um, and she said quite well intentionally, well, i am but I assume that will be a very short-term solution. <laughs> and I remember feeling awful at wow, the time because I is... was like, why should – Why do I have to be on a time frame? Yeah, that's right. And feeling like, oh, because it's a bad thing, you only want to be on it for that. And I've since resolved, like, so I've tried to come off meds, I've gone back, and it is such a disaster for me to Mm.
0: not be on meds. So don't. I
1: now am completely fine with that, honestly. I feel no shame about that because I feel like unless you've walked in my shoes and the alternative is, like, really not able to function and, and heading down the path where i won't be here anymore Mm. do you know what i mean like you don't get to judge what what i need to do if it gives you a better quality
0: of life take the better quality of life
1: absolutely because
0: that is the most important thing
1: yeah yeah no one should
0: give a shit if you put two pills in your mouth and swallow it every day for you to have a better quality of life
1: yeah amen yeah i'm so with you yeah
0: that's your choice that's yeah. your life. Mm. If it's making you live a better life, they should be fucking happy with that. If it means 10, 15, 20, 30 years, so be it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, I tried to get myself off them as well. Yeah. But I didn't know that you're supposed to wean yourself oh, and I just no. stopped.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no.
0: Fuck me. That's not good. Yeah. No, it's not good. Don't ever do that. Don't ever understand. do that, anybody. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah. so, So, yeah. So, that's, I mean... That's kind of, like, it's interesting as well, like, because I think a lot of people, you know, I've always been, like, really laid back and really carefree, but it's interesting. It just, whatever happens to you happens for reasons. and
1: Yeah. And now it's so great because yeah. you get to actually feel that into your yeah. heart and what yeah. you do. Yeah, like, that's exactly. an amazing yeah. thing.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah. So
1: nowadays, um, now your kids are a bit older and you obviously you've gotten some help. I know it's still an ongoing yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but how do you find, like, when you're getting through the harder bits or the shit bits, mm. like, are you finding the funny in that a bit sooner than you did yes. before as a Oh, my
0: gosh, yes. Yeah, totally. Oh, about that. definitely. So, my, you mean with my kids in yeah. general? Like, yeah. yeah so, with
1: wife.
0: yeah. Well, my daughter's basically glued to my face. She's, um, in love with me. <laughs> um, Aww. she's, but it's funny when you meet her, she's like this fiercely independent, like, doesn't give a fuck about anyone. But as soon as she's with me, it's like, you know, oh. like, I've, my husband's never been ever allowed to put her to bed except for me. So oh, she's geez. almost four. I have to be the one, unless I'm at a gig. Um,
1: yeah, so unless I, you're an option.
0: Unless, um, yeah, exactly. Yes, gotcha. If I'm, yeah, out of sight, then she'll go. Oh, whatever. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you can do it. Um, um, yeah, I definitely find the funnier. I definitely know how to just breathe through it. Um, you know, the way I used to explain to everyone how I felt was I wanted to literally rip my skin off. Mm. I just want to be out of my body, like get the like just get the, get this feeling off my fucking skin. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's just like, it does. Yeah, it's just like oh, like I can't. It's really hard to describe it, but um, and then I just couldn't come back from that. But like now, I I definitely like can manage things easier. Like I can see it for what it is now. Yeah, and know that. Life is okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh like... I'm
1: really glad to hear that.
0: Yeah. The... And I
1: really hope, and I'm absolutely positive actually that, um, yeah, people mm. out there listening, there will be people this really resonates yeah. with. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is really special. I hope so. I love that. And I think, like, yeah. I just love that mums, like, I mean, I think mums can sometimes be so judgmental of each other. But yeah. I think as well on the flip side, we can be so supportive of each yeah. other as well. And I think by, yeah, being honest about yeah. this shit, it's like it's so, you feel less alone. Cause oh, totally. I think the one thing worse than wanting to rip your skin off is feeling like you're the only person on the planet who wants to do that. I like, know. and actually you're really not.
0: It's kind of sad. That, isn't you know, it, when you it think is not it like that yeah. yeah. This is our yeah lovely comedy podcast, isn't so. it? We have really brought the mood up. I feel. I feel. what how much time have we got? Shitload. We've been talking about half an hour. Oh my god! And okay. we have really we brought it down. Bring, Let's we'll, end with funnies. Let's you know end with what? funnies. Bring, I've
1: got Everyone's something.
0: like, do you know what? No one's going to come see my comedy. They're like, what a <laughs> fucking miserable bitch she stay is. Home yeah.
1: And ring <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God! Quick, let's bring that funny. I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you how great women are in mothers groups. Are just they're just the biggest pieces of shit on earth, aren't they? I went to one mothers group. That was all I took. I did two, but I I got two of my best friends out of it, and we are three of the most different people on earth. But the thing that was common ground between us is that we all didn't give a shit. So one's a really like an accountant, a really high, you know, high up. Like company and kind of she's very intelligent and you know, that kind of stuff. Another one's a clinical psychologist, wow. um, who works with like child sex offenders and you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm a comedian who works in sales in advertising and we're three of the most different people, but. You're good. That's how you find each other. Oh, that's beautiful. So, why don't we let's end on funny. All right. So, I've have some
1: rapid fire questions for you? Or do you have any spectacular stories to share that you'd like? Oh, I've got
0: 3,000, but we've got we've hit (laughs) the we've got like a couple of minutes left. Yeah, we've hit the for God. Why don't I? I'll
1: do a rapid fire question. Okay, go go, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your motto for life.
0: My motto for life. Yeah. Um, it used to be I'm here for a good time, a long time, and then I changed it to, um, Oh my god! <laughs> I to totally forgot nothing. it. Oh, it's about everyday laugh. Like what's that quote that um oh, Charlie Chaplin? A day Tacklen, without, laughter, a day is a without laughter, laughter is a day without is a day wasted. Or whatever. I love oh my god! That. I cannot believe I forgot my own motto. But that's my definitely mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Look, yeah. we're mothers, yeah. it yeah. escapes
1: us. We yeah. have brain farts, but yeah, it always totally. comes back. Yeah,
0: and we just fart too. And yeah, farts <laughs> <laughs> from everywhere. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Okay, so um, a parenting moment that you're not particularly proud of.
0: Oh. Three thousand. Um, I was once eating Subway with my son. Was in my his Beyond in, in, on front of me, and a woman had to stop me in the street and say, "I'm sorry, your son is covered in chipolata sauce." <laughs> it was. It's all she knew what it was <laughs> over him because I didn't know the bottom of the paper was open, and he he was asleep. But s- like, I'm not even like saying like a dribble <sighs> exaggeration. He had he was smothered in the chipolati sauce. <laughs> And and, oh, and I licked it off baby. his head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, you yeah. It off. yeah. Oh my god, that is such an amazing <laughs> yeah. image, yeah. like a little baby yeah. burrito. Oh my god, amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, what's the best advice you've this ever? This too
0: said? will pass.
1: Love that.
0: This too will pass. What's it, the
1: worst advice you've ever? Got. Anything
0: from someone who's not a parent? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> They're like, had, when I'm a I parent, I'm going to do this. Is this? And I'm like, dogs. shut. Yeah. <laughs> No joke. My friend did say that. We've got this puppy. It's basically like a newborn. I'm like, get the fuck out of my house.
1: (laughs) Walk out the door. Don't come back. Yeah. Complete this sentence. Parenting is?
0: Hard, rewarding, surprising, uh, messy, and tiring.
1: It's happy and sad. Yeah. That's it life, is all, right? isn't it? I always feel like it's the best thing you could ever do, and the worst thing you could ever yeah, do. Totally. Like it's yeah, totally. Both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. And the final question: um, What will be written on your tombstone?
0: Are you finished with that? Because I eat everyone's food. <laughs> Just, and just
1: someone you... come over and eat Subway over my tombstone every week <laughs> and I should
0: it <laughs> Respect. If you want to do that, I'm happy for that. <laughs> Whatever. Just if it's, if I'm surrounded by food, I'll be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. Emma, thank you so much. Oh, for, coming for on. having me. Where can we find you? Um,
0: okay. So I've got, oh, you know, just Facebook page, Emma Zama, comedian. Um, and yeah, I put all my gigs up there. Oh, oh also, oh yeah, of course. I do videos about parents on. Oh, brilliant. I've got a slop Facebook page, Secret Life of Parents, slop.
1: Brilliant. And I
0: just do videos on how to do makeup in the car and how kids watch TV and, um, you know, and I, yeah, so. What, yeah, look that up as well. Slop, Secret Life of Parents.
1: Brilliant. Secret Life of Parents. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for getting so real. I know.
0: That was unexpected. I know. Yes. I was
1: like, I feel like we need to go and have a group hug and a cup of some chai lattes or something.
0: (laughs) I I hope everyone's okay after that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Be kind to yourself, guys. Yeah. Be Um, kind to
0: yourself. Yeah. Go laugh.
1: Get yourself a massage. And if all else
0: fails, this is, I'll end, I'll end on this, right? This is what my husband says to me because I always text my husband, um, when I'm at gigs and he, you know, and I'm one of those people who doesn't write it in one thing. I do one sentence after another. So he gets like 15 texts in a row with like 15 different messages on, you know, sentences. And I'm always like, Oh, I don't know how this gig's going to go. And he always says to me, if all fails, just fart in the microphone. So that's my last piece.
1: <laughs> I think that's your life model. <laughs>
0: If oil fails, just bat into the microphone. microphone. Yeah. I love it.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having oh. me. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the Funny Mummies podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you join our group on Facebook, the Funny Mummies group. Also, we have funnymummies.com, which has upcoming gigs, shows, fun stuff. You can find me, Jenny Winter, which is W Y. N-T-E-R, why? Because I can. At JennyWinter.com, you can find me on Facebook at JennyWinterComedian, Instagram at JenWinter, and your child could be the voice on this podcast. So if your child would like to say with Jenny Winter, record that as a voice memo, send it through to me. You can either send it via the Facebook group or via my website, and they could be the voice on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you find some funny in your day.
0: It's the funny Jenny Winter. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.